to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they're an expression of self or an expression of glands from nobody better to hold my hands we're it's all been done the podcast turn up the lights and see my co-host evan he could be a little devil <laughs> he could be a, no just a devil it's my co-host saker <laughs> uh do you ever use that devil emoji I don't, you don't use really emojis. emojis. Yeah, I mean, I recognize that. I don't. I'm not against emojis. I use them very rarely. Well, under what circumstances are you an emoji man? When yeah. they've already been used in the conversation, and I feel well, I use emojis when I'm saying something that could be read as harsh, and oh. I want to. I want to like make sh- like show you that I'm joking or smiling or something like that. Okay. Like I don't want to be taken as a bad boy. Do you use emojis or do you just do colon right parentheses? Emojis usually. Oh really? Yeah, super. Never see. Well, of course we don't text. Yeah. We're not that good of friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like Facebook Messenger and stuff yeah. like that and, you know, PMs on Twitter and things like I'm, that. I've become a real emoji boy in recent years. Mm. I'm, I'm emotional is what how I would describe myself. Um, What's your favorite emoji? The one that I find myself using the most is probably... Which is a cringe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought you were, I thought you were cringing, like, to... to when you realize which one you use the most. No. Like eggplant, mostly. Ooh. <laughs> eggplant followed by sweat. <laughs> no, I love cringe. I'll use that <laughs> one whenever, just all the time. Like, hey, I like your new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, use... I had a good time with you last night. <laughs> On Facebook Messenger, you could de- define a default emoji to be like when you double tap a message, it'll pop up. Oh. My default one for that is... Which, listeners, is the thinking emoji. The man, like, stroking his chin. <laughs> um, I find I use that one a lot, too. Like, hmm, interesting that you should say that, is what I like to tell people. Uh, what's your go-to? My go-to? I mean, probably, like, a, a smile or a wink or something like that. Like, the one that... Because, like I said, I usually... I really only use them when my when what I'm saying needs more context. It needs, like, right. an emotional context. Okay, interesting. So that's your Sark mark. Yeah. Do you remember the Sark mark? Mm-mm. Sarkmark was in the late 90s, perhaps. Uh, Some folks on the internet were trying to get together to form a new punctuation. You would end sentences with the Sarkmark to denote that that sentence was to be read as sarcasm. So it was, I I think it was like a backwards question mark. Uh, Hmm. And it would be like, oh, that's nice. (laughs) It was like like the Intero bang. Yeah, I love the Intero bang. Uh, I use that shit all the time. You can just put a question mark and then an exclamation mark. But why waste the time? <laughs> why wouldn't you just search your search for the Intero bang? Why would you just bring up the symbols menu? <laughs> Go through the symbols till right. you can find the Intero bang. I have uh, when I type um, hashtag Intero bang dash put it here, then press space. <laughs> My phone is set up that I automatically put it, which is much. Right. I mean, nice. Maybe it's not quicker, but it's nice. more emotive, nice. Ev, and that's nice. what I'm more what interested. For. In. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like, um, since being an author, I don't know if you know that about me. I feel like you chart those motherfucking clouds. I pride myself on writing sentences that can be understood by the reader, irrespective of tone. You write sentences. You write. That's what she said. Comma. Flargan said sarcastically like you have context i never say sarcastically okay flargan said ejaculated said (laughs) flargan you would not put it you don't use adverbs i don't use them unless it would add something specifically to the sentence and i know that's a that's a that's a um like fucking crit circle shibboleth where they say you never use adverbs you know where i i mean it's fine to use adverbs yeah they they say you know it takes away from the sentence or you know if you don't write a sentence that can be understood like from what they're saying or what they're doing like then you shouldn't use an adverb but you can use adverbs to add to you know if it's not clear in the sentence itself yeah that's that's very silly yeah there's a lot of that stuff in crit circles where you know they just need something to say about uh do you you have editors that tell you that no okay and uh, great (laughs) yeah because i don't really use adverbs that much i use them like sparingly i still use them what sparingly yeah like i said I know. I just That's the only time I've used an adverb in this entire podcast. Uh, like every episode? <laughs> like Holy every shit. <laughs> Quickly to the archives. Um, all right. I accept your writing. <laughs> I accept it as truth. 
<laughs> I can be your little writer. <laughs> Do we just want to get straight to the song today? Never. Okay, then. We got to talk for another 15 minutes talk about, about Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, man. How much does uh, Pirate's Corn cost? How much does Pirate's Corn? What is Pirate's Corn? Pirate's Corn? When pirates sell corn? It's a bu- <laughs> Buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got you, oh. you little saint. <laughs> you were so innocent. Fucking devil. In this podcast, do you think I am the little devil and you're the little saint? Mm, I think we switch roles. Really? I think, I think that's what makes uh, that's what brings the listeners in. Is we both uh, are mean to each other a sure. lot. <laughs> sure, sure. We're both we're both switches. I think we can both be the yeah. We're both switches. We can switch <laughs> to the, the saint. Sure, sure. No, I mean, I think that we do it. Each each of us realizes uh, when when to be the straight person yes that and makes sense. when to be the jokester the jokester the Im- impractical jokester yes uh ever watched Ooh, impractical jokes is a good one i've never watched impractical jokes oh is that a, is that something it's a tv show that's oh. the prank show oh well impractical jokes should be a joke that like you know you're setting like a joke up and then it just like hits you instead or like it doesn't work <laughs> okay well practical like jackass Wait, is impractical is, jokes what does practical mean it just means it's like easy what? i mean practical by itself means sort of sort of easy and workable but like yeah. a practical joke means is something different it's a joke you play on someone usually to their detriment yeah. like you put a fart cushion under but them it's or a like joke that. that is practical right isn't that a practical joke i think in the context practical and joke means something different like when you put them together it means something different like is if it- i if i uh if i have a practical solution for something that's yeah. something that we can easily do and implement without with a minimum of fuss but like a practical joke they can be quite elaborate right yeah so why well here's the etymology of practical joke uh the term was for, before 1804 it was called a handicraft joke Ooh, a handicraft interesting um so practical uh because oh, a lot of them have like props yes that, that you have talking? to put into practice ah so prop jokes are called practical jokes. Yeah, like a little fucking hand buzzer. Did you ever, so, get, you ever get hand buzzered? No. I think I bought a hurt? hand. No. It's just it's a little like thing that when you think it, it spins Vibrates. around and oh. they 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 made the jokes in the old cartoons that electrocutes you. It yeah. doesn't really electrocute okay. you. I bet there are probably some that do electrocute. But. You ever did one of those finger things where like it's like four slots and four people put their fingers in and it's like Russian roulette. It picks one and then it just like shocks the shit out of you? No, that seems horrible. <laughs> Never done that. It's a party. Uh, that thing. seems horrible. <laughs> you I get, stand by that. You get real drunk. And then, I'm a little saint. <laughs> you are a little saint today. I'm a little devil. Uh, so an impractical joke is a joke that doesn't use a prop. So it's a joke where you just yell at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you jump so out of a bush. Top is a practical joker. Yes, he's incredibly practical. I've seen him <laughs> practice many things. All right, now we have to get to the okay. fucking song. Get in it. Ebo, our song this week is called Flip. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. I could be a little devil, or I could be a little saint. I kind of like it in the middle. Is you, is or is you ain't. Nothing's indelible, everything is sellable. Whether you're an animal, a vegetable, or mineral, it's criminal to think. It drives a man to drink. Am I coming off like my hips don't stink? Come on, flip. Ev, we're here. We did it. We're at Detour de Force, <laughs> the final Bernie Ladies album mm-hmm. for the moment. Mm-hmm. And here we have our initial song, Flip, the first single from the album. <laughs> Are you, this is a landmark for us. If I could convey to you the sense of profound <laughs> weariness that washed over me when I first started listening to Flip, I wish I could just give you a taste of that. Unreal. I mean, I came around on the song. I like it now. Oh, you do? But okay. there was like a moment, like, I'm just like, uh, like, so my first notes are like, just fucking nonsense. <laughs> like, stream of consciousness is bullshit. That's so... <laughs> this is the song version of the rap breakdown from one week. That is so wrong. I know. Okay. I was just colored by the fact that I just did not want to be doing it. I am amazed that the closer we get to the end, the weaker you become. Instead <laughs> of the str- I would have thought your weak point would have been like, blamen. And now we're coming, we're like fucking ramping, right? No. You don't get excited? It's like every episode takes something out of me and I get more and more tired. We can see the amusement park in the distance. There is no amusement park. We can see like... <laughs> the amusement park the is getting field. our Sundays back, Evan. <laughs> That's the amusement park. We can watch a movie with each other on Sundays. Oh yeah, are we still going to plan like to hang out? I don't know. Probably not. No. You want to watch your son grow up. So I, 
I can't wait. He's such a sweet little baby boy. Really? Because he's been nothing but mean to me. Yeah, well, to me, he's a sweet little baby oh, okay. boy. I've well, trained him to he's be a cutie. mean to everyone else. He's a cutie, so he can get away with a lot. Brother, is he ever going to? Mm-hmm. Real cute. He, yeah. We're trying not to give in. But, like, last night, he was like, we were in bed, reading, ready to go sleep, turn the lights off. I want a graham cracker. And he was like, ice cream sundae. <laughs> he said ice with cream With all sundae. the fixings. I said, And then you're like... Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, we'll go out to Derek. He's like, big boy. <laughs> big boy ice cream sundae. Buddy, the nearest big boy is like, I don't know, an hour away. <laughs> big boy. <laughs> but I for a, half an hour, we fought. Like, I said, no, no graham cracker bedtime. Put him in bed. He would scream and cry. I'd go up. I'd be like, do you have a poopy? No, graham cracker. Fucking 15 minutes, half an hour mark. I was like, fine, here's a graham cracker. And he calmed down, went straight to bed, went to sleep after he ate his graham cracker, mm-hmm. which is telling me that... All I need to do is give in mm-hmm. and give him whatever he wants and my life will be easier. I always do like mine was where you got to be resistant, but not resistance for the sake of resistance. So like at, that, at the half hour mark, I was like, yeah. why am I doing this? Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm like, would I have if he had asked nicely or like a normal thing, would I have given in? Yes. And then I'll just be like, here's your graham cracker. Yeah. Dick. It's just sugary for fucking. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. I, I made, I'd make him brush his teeth again. Oh, I, I didn't do that. I'm a horrible fucking. Well, that's father. OK. He's just his practice teeth, dude. <sighs> that's true. Practice teeth. <laughs> just practice teeth. Uh, Man, I want another set of teeth (laughs) (laughs) that's whenever we get off track i'm gonna yell flip from now on should have been doing that from track one of this fucking podcast but like i don't know i was just like just ed's like fucking spoken word i'm just so over it sometimes you gotta do things brew things put it in your shoe things i'm old out with the old and with the new things i'm spectacular my vernacular twisting all the words really make a man sing like it's just like (laughs) too much am i too cynical a bit too clinical I'm just so over like that like there are five lines in the pre-chorus of this song where he does oh he does it twice yeah, yeah. okay I, th- I would say every part of this song that isn't flip is that for me yeah. oh, except for and then the break like the uh the bridge then there's like, a there's look a look at the stars they're really nice but I they're super old hate the bridge oh yeah i liked it oh that's the one part of the song i didn't like look at the stars some of them are long gone and yet there they are and so it goes because we believe it it doesn't make it so I think that I, I lyrics just like, are cool. Yeah, like look at the stars. Some of them are long gone, but you know. And yet there they, there they are. are. Like so you can. That's like, beautiful. Even like a washed up. Oh yeah, I mean he's talking about the stars themselves. Yeah. Right. That you know maybe they've burnt oh. out and the light is still reaching us. You know, sure. it could be a thousand. But like he's also talking about like mu- music stars. So I thought it was like him taking a gander at his career. Right. I mean he because he's not he's not washed up, but like. He's saying like, yeah, look at all those stars. Like you can still go back and like look at their songs, listen yeah. to their music and stuff like that. And it still has value. I think that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, here's why. Well, I was wrong when I didn't get, and I, I thought this song, <laughs> this song was garbage and I'm wrong when I actually found meaning in well, it. Here's, so here's, I don't know what to do, Saker. Because Ed has explained the song, which sucks. Yeah. Flipping your opinion, which is. It sucks. Yeah. That's horrible. Well, so I, I think the the second part of the bridge is more prescient when he says like, and so it goes. Just because we believe it doesn't mean it's so. So he's saying, look at those stars. Do you see them? They don't actually exist. Your perception of what you see may not be real. Mm-hmm. So that's what he said. I mean, I think what he's doing is using like, he's taking that beautiful poetry that he wrote and, and making like, it into this blunt literalism that just down. fucking hits you over the and head. Like, yeah, with. and it's like, Steve Steve was calling out people uh, who don't get political. And if he, if Ed is getting political with this song, it's a both sides is It's both. And I hate that. I fucking hate it. Yeah. So he I, listens to the Bill Burr podcast, gets out on Bill Burr. <laughs> I, I will read his quote here. Uh, when asked about what the song means, Ed said, it's not about changing sides. It's about flipping your perspective so that you can at least understand another point of view. It's about understanding confirmation bias and ants intellectual slash anti-intellectual echo chambers. I'm a lefty by nature, but I don't think conservative people are monsters, and I don't think branding them as such does anything to advance my causes. In fact, I think it only increases the likelihood of never making progress. I try to understand why people feel the way they do and think of a way to explain my position to them that isn't dismissive of theirs or threatening to them. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That in itself is fine, but the fact that he released this fucking song after a fucking pandemic where... 
anti-intellectualism isn't just like, well, I can see your side. You can see you can see why I don't want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about, Ed? <laughs> that is not what we should be like uh, okay with. Like, uh, yes, I think that exactly. I think there are points you can discuss. Like, I mean, we should be discussing ways to end global warming and the conservatives are going to say cap and trade and we're going to say you know government intervention and we're going to find some like you know and then we're going to find some middle ground on something that we we have to agree on the fact that stars exist yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, if someone's like no stars don't exist you're like <laughs> okay how do we find middle ground there where yeah. you like refuse to even acknowledge that uh, you can't you have to acknowledge a shared reality to discuss something Which i kind of like his stars metaphor because it speaks to the fucking like hardline stance of like Look at these stars. Aren't they beautiful? No. In fact, they're fucking dead. <laughs> like, you're stupid for even thinking that stars are there. Like, mm-hmm. this sucks because the other side is just going to be shitty. And I because, think, that, yeah, I mean, they come in with bad faith arguments. They come in, they're, yes. not, they're not good faith actors in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I feel like, I do feel like a lot of conservatives, like, agree with 70% of what I'm saying. Like if you put it to them in a way that they can understand, like they would not be opposed to it, but fundamental, but the things are that both, and this is my only both sides is that both, both liberal and conservatives are have parties have gotten the conservatives and uh, Republicans and Democrats have gotten so good as framing everything as a threat that you can't even give a little because everything's a slippery slope now. And that, that happens on both sides. And whereas I'm saying like, we can't give a little any, any, we can't give any on racial justice because they're just going to fucking ruin yes. everything. The conservatives say, well, we can't give any on gun rights because they're just going to take away our freedoms. And right. I, I fundamentally don't understand their point, but you know, whatever. And that's, I think it's okay to find both sides in issues that don't affect people's like fucking fundamental right to live. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, you know, like bringing a gun into a bar. You sure. Should be, you should definitely be allowed to bring a concealed weapon <laughs> into a bar without telling anyone. And you don't need a license for it anymore. <sighs> you should definitely, that's, that's a fundamental human right. The founding fathers envisioned that. But, and so in being non-specific about his both sidesism in this song, mm-hmm. Ed comes off as a shithead. Yes. He comes off as a tone deaf when he says, you know, uh, what's the, even there's a line in the song like am I out of touch like yes. yeah <laughs> you're fucking out of touch dude that sucks am I living in a bubble am I really out of touch there is value in trying to understand someone else's viewpoint but and like he said you know with the with the intention of talking to them and trying to sure. trying to see where you can you can bridge gaps sure and you know I mean on some stuff yeah, yeah and I think that in a lot of ways we're another here's my other both sides is argument is that like perfect has become the enemy of good right yeah. where we can't work we can't reach across the aisle to work with something for a net positive sure because it's not giving us everything we need sure because i mean again racial justice needs to be now but you know like it's not going to happen that way you know unless right. we break the system entirely and rebuild it from the ground up which is going to kill a lot of people but but to but to name Name your album Detour de Force <laughs> after the fact that the coronavirus fucking... I mean, I just... There's so much shit that he needs to have, like, removed this from the album. Like, rewrite this shit. Like, I understand you wanted it to be your single. Combine that with the fact that... I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but I definitely talked about it in the Discord. There... We won't get to it for a few more songs, but there's a song called New Disaster mm-hmm. that really feels like... And we'll talk about it when we talk about it, but it really feels like, be critical of the media. Like, be mm-hmm. you can't trust the mainstream media. Like, it really feels like a shitty time for him to suddenly turn into a 50-year-old. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. He was always so kind of counterculture, and this feels yeah. so... Uh, I counterculture. I, I thought he was punk. You didn't think Brennan ladies were punk as fuck? No. <laughs> I just, I feel like I've been watching... Do you, do you watch Succession at all? No. Great show. Gotta get a kiss from daddy. Kiss from daddy. <laughs> um... Succession is about people who are so rich that politics don't affect them, mm-hmm. so they don't have to give a shit about it. Right. And I feel like that's ca- almost where Ed is in a way. Like he's he, I don't know. Invisible fucking fence made me upset, <laughs> and the fact that we combine it with these songs now is like, what? Where do you stand? <laughs> like. I 
don't know. It just feels so wishy-washy. That's fair. And I mean, Stephen called him out. I mean, Steve Page called them out sp- explicitly for not taking a stand on stuff. I, I don't know that I mean, it was explicit, but yeah. I know, but like he called out all bands and within them, I'm sure Bare Naked Ladies yeah. was included. It's, but I don't know. It's just interesting to hear Ed on like the Selfie Cam Jams talk so eloquently about the George Floyd case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like... And then, and then I don't know, like really something like this. I think just, that no, I think that I, you have a point. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But I, I, I don't know. I do feel like there's some value in understanding the other side, if sure. only to sure, you know. I, I don't disagree with this fundamental working, message. Working, working, work towards a better solution. I, I don't. But dis- when the other side is saying shit like, yeah. you know. But trans, then, trans people aren't humans. Yeah. You're like, no. And Ed also slips in the shit here. Yeah. Because one of the lyrics uh, is, do you think I'll get in trouble if I talk too much? Like, I think that's kind of... I think dec- everyone will, yeah. But he's clearly decrying cancel culture. Yeah, like, oh, I shouldn't fucking... Or maybe I'll get canceled. Like, Ugh, but Ed, but you're I mean, exhausting. I don't think anyone has been, been truly canceled for anything they no, said. No, co- cancel culture doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, Louis C.K. has just won a fucking Academy Award or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So, eat shit, cancel yeah. culture. I mean, I guess they can they can make you apologize. Yeah. And then continue doing what you're doing. I don't know if he's still doing what he was doing, but... Louis C.K.? Yeah. Or... No, I mean, like, Ed masturbating in front of women. He, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably. Hopefully not anymore, yeah. but... Yeah. But I think that... I don't know. I think that... I liked this song way better before I heard what Ed was saying about it, where I thought he was talking Me about his... too. He was talking about Bare Naked Ladies. Had it, I'm like, oh, this is another uh, Limits. This is another... Yeah. Had it been about nonsense, I would have been on board. No, I didn't... Okay, so at first I thought it was about nonsense. Uh-huh. Then I thought he was talking about the band, because like he's saying like... Um, uh, this is the church. This is the steeple. Turn up my lights. See all the people. He's talking about the concert they're show, playing. Yeah. yeah, he's saying you're never gonna fly to use your grip. Am I living in a bubble? Like, am I too rich? Like, have I? Is do my hits? Do my my hits? I'm talking here. I am talking like my hits don't my stink. Hits, like, yeah, I love that like, line. It's like a big. I was like, I thought he was like being very self-aware of where they were as artists. Yes. I think there is a little bit of that, but I, I also thought that so. I mean, I I I wondered if this was some admission that he's sick of playing fucking one week for the nine <laughs> hundredth time. Um, and the rock arena as a church, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I liked not looking at this song with an eye towards what it's actually about. It's a fun poppy yeah. radio jam that I, I really enjoyed. The first time I listened to it, I hated that. This is the church. This is the steeple. You know that sort of thing. Because oh, it's just yeah. like it's just shoe. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> just, yeah. like, just like shoehorn in a fucking nursery rhyme. The same shit. This is the church. This is the steeple. Turn up the lights. See all my people. On flip. Ed was, Ed, uh, some interview I was reading, he was like, I can't wait till we start doing live shows again and I can see people in the audience doing the, this is the church. This is the steeple. Like, Ed, do you really think people in the audience they are, are going to Because be he's going to tell them to do it beforehand. Well, maybe so. You guys all need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is Ed in his like, yeah, you're great. You can do it mode, which I like better mm-hmm. than Ed's boo-hoo <laughs> mode. Well, I'm in this long-term relationship. <laughs> Here I am, just a humble country millionaire. Yeah, that, that part sucks. But um, I mean, we could talk about, there's a lot to like about this song. It's a fucking breezy pop jam. It's a good opening song. Mm-hmm. We get in and out in three minutes. We get the energy. Yeah. Flip is, Flip is a fun thing to yell. Yes. <laughs> like, it's a fun, it's almost, it's Mumford and Sons, hey, it's flip. Like, Stomps and haze. Yeah, it feels very much the same as that. I feel like this song desperately, desperately needed Stephen Page. Sure, what would he do? He would have made it not so wishy-washy. Uh, yeah, you're right. He would have been like, understand them so you can destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> understand them so that you can, you know, cut up their arguments and win over people who haven't made their well actually everyone's made up their mind already but, yeah you know. now i i'm also now sick of the people who go like you should get steve back in the band they're t- such yeah. different entities i don't think they would i don't think point. they would merge no absolutely not there's no way they would even work well, together the, the, i think if steve came back bnl would become an oldies band where they might do some new music but like they would just go around playing their hits sure like the beach boys some shit, yeah you know. which would kind of be fun yeah for like a year or two i'd go see him once I go see them every time they came through town. Because well, the they would come through once every three, four years. That's the difference between you and me. I make this suit look good. <laughs> I'm a little devil. <laughs> um, speaking of that, I can be a little devil. 
since they released Flip and I heard the song, that line has been bouncing <laughs> in my brain. It's a very catchy. You've sung it to me 18,000 times. <laughs> it's such a catchy opening line. What it's, about Is You Is or Is You Ain't? Okay. You like that one? I you hate like it that old line? When they that put chestnut good songs <laughs> in their worst songs. Like, I'm not saying this is a bad song, but it's no Is You Is or Is You Ain't My Baby. Like, it's a fucking classic. And they're like, I just, he did it with Millie Vanilli. He did it with... <laughs> Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz. <laughs> Vince Givaldi. Did it with 007. Like, I don't know. I do like it, though. It's a cute line. I could be a little devil. Or I could be a little saint. I kind of like it in the middle. Is you, is or is you ain't. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, A lot of little production tricks. Like the popping noise under bubble. Like, am I living in a bubble? Like, that's fun. <laughs> Like, I don't that's know. Jim. That's just Jim. It probably got to have that. You got to have that diegesis in the song where you know everything they sing about has to be true. <laughs> Speaking of the outside members, the outside members. Speaking of the non-eds of the band, <laughs> Ty comes off so loud when they yell "flip." Ah, yeah, <laughs> it cracks me up because it's ninety percent Ty, ten percent the other three. Yeah, <laughs> it's just great. Well, at least we get Ty, the Ty vocals that we've been craving for yeah. so long. Yeah, it's true. Love those Ty. This, this is the album they finally bring him out because I think that he does vocals on the last track. Really? Yeah, he's listed as one of the singers. I am excited. Oh goodness, he's great. On he's got that machine gun drumming opening sort of mm-hmm. thing. Like, man, Ty is so nice. What a nice boy. <laughs> I like the opening though. Is kind of a tease because I feel like in that opening like orchestra hit or whatever it mm-hmm. is, we do hear like horns for a half second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're fucking gone. Take those horns away from me. Yeah, take those horns and shove them. I'm sure it was just Kev hitting the. Sound on his keyboard <laughs> and it tricked me. I got the whoa, whoa, woes. Yeah, very commercial, mainstream y. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that a little bit in this, as long as the whole album isn't oh, a fucking odds dude, are. Why'd you say that? I, I'm why sorry. did you bring up a little bit? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, I miss Shadow. No, he doesn't miss Shadow. They don't even know. Right. I forgot. Little bit and Caesar? Ding, ding dong. Whatever Caesar. the other yeah. one's name was. Augustus. Augustus. Romulus Augustus. Uh-oh. I hate to look at my notes now. Flip! <laughs> Flip! Yeah, here I get back on track. I wrote, we finally got the rap breakdown that I've been jonesing for. <laughs> I liked it. It's an entire song. This one never goes full force, but it threatens to. It rolls along pleasantly and sometimes speeds up, but not enough to make you feel unwell. (laughs) Because he's not rapping. He's like quick talking. Yeah. He's a quick talker. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't like it. (laughs) I thought the lyrics there were well done. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you didn't like... What didn't you like? You didn't like... uh, Maybe that pinnacle's unwinnable. Subliminal original sin. <laughs> you know, tell me where you've been. We could do it over to start a game. Uh, yeah, just yeah. truly meaningless. <laughs> really are fucking Ed Robertson, aren't you? <laughs> Although. Do you think Kev Griffith says that to Natalie Herbert? <laughs> you really are fucking Ed Robertson, aren't you? Kev Griffin. Yep. Writing credit on this song. Hey, Lois. Hey, Lois. Remember when. We strung together a bunch of dictionary <laughs> words. <laughs> Whether you're an animal, a vegetable, a mineral. God. Um, recorded at Ed Robertson's Lake Cabin. What yeah. a strange recorded at credit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, weren't they doing the, uh, that's where they did all the sessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gotta we, eat those hot dogs. Seeing them vids. Um, I could eat a little hot dog. Speak, speaking of the, tell me where you've been. Can we get a do, like, it puts Ed in a weird Almost like a patois for like a half second where he's almost like affecting this staccato rap voice. Uh, it's a little bit of a raw view of him for just a second. Take it for a rip. <laughs> Never going to fly till you lose no grip. That's a fun line. Never going to fly till you lose your grip. You're holding on, but if you don't hold on, you'll brother, fall. <laughs> you'll fly. Yeah, you'll sure. flip. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to flip sides. I wish the fucking song weren't the song. I like everything about this song except for the you message. Like, you like the musicality. Love the musicality. Love the, the, the intonation. Love the fuck. I love 90% of it. And then the song is about know thine enemies so that you can befriend them. <laughs> it's like, 
I don't want to do that anymore. We tried that. We tried that, and they just they did know. they weren't they weren't good faith actors. Uh, what else do you have about this song, bud? Zero. Uh, we have some other Videos. versions. We have the video. We got a video. Yeah, this is a huge reversal on the last song from Fake Nudes. Uh, the last song being Township of King. King. Yeah, where they were complaining about an amu- uh, things getting cut down oh, in yeah. an amusement park, and then the first video of their next album is them <laughs> in, in an amusement, amusement park. They're in Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's fucking great. This reminded me of a uh, what's that one? Easy. Testing one two three, where they have the chalkboard. Yeah, and right, they were- it reminded me of the ch- it reminded me of testing one two three and Easy because Easy is the one where they're like. Oh the, yeah, the paper dolls, the, the, sort of. Yeah, the paper yeah. dolls, and they're like they're going through those like Microsoft uh, yeah, backgrounds. Yeah, you're right. The 3D pipes were in that. Yeah. One. <laughs> I forgot. And they're like they're like flying around on airplanes and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's all been done. I mean, for real, <laughs> they can't yeah. come up with a new fucking. Did you watch the interview with the creators of the video? No. Uh, it's two dudes from Italy. Oh. They don't speak English. Uh, the whole interview is, it's like a two minute, like how we made this video. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and the end is like Ed talking about like, yeah, you know, one thing that's nice about, you know, doing all this zoom stuff and whatever is that we got to hook up with people that we never would have even met before. It's like, apparently these, I don't know who found who, but they were just like, do you want to make a video? And they Caravaggio, were like, the car wash, <laughs> Johnny car wash. <laughs> said this is Johnny car wash's great grandson. <laughs> um, I think Johnny car wash is still alive. Yeah, he He's can have a great grandson. Not that old. He's like 50. That's fair. <laughs> um, but it's all done via green screen. So they never met each other in person. Mm. Ed and company just did their... He did his nerdy little dad dance that he does Kevin, on the green Kevin screen. looked like he's trapped the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing was like... Ed, the, the video is 80% Ed and Ty. Yeah. And when it cuts to Jim and Kev, it's only for a split second. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Cutting them out of the picture. Uh, the studio apparently added the pinball stuff without Ed's input. Oh. Which is interesting. That's his brand now. Mm-hmm. The studio is just like, we know you want it. You don't have to tell us. It's <laughs> fine. Um, I thought it was a little bit on the nose. Like, first idea, last idea. Flip, flip book. Flip book, done. We did do flip. It's called flip, flip book. Got it. We did the song. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't know. That's an on the nose idea. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. It was a cool video. It was, a, it was one of the better videos they've had recently. Yeah. I would say so. I think what? Odds Are was my last favorite video that they enjoyed. That I, I enjoyed. liked looking up when they were on the desert island. Eh, no, it, it was okay. No rooster teeth for you. Odds Are might be. I mean, their... Odds Are is a rooster teeth as well. Yeah. I liked Odds Are, and that might be their best video. That's the uh, apocalypse one, right? Yes. Yeah, that one's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, selfie cam jam. Selfie cam. Did you see it? Jam at Ed's beach house. Yeah. Um. Ked's, uh, Kev's continuum finger pad. Yeah. How fucking neat did that shit look? Did Kev hurt his hand? Because he's got like a brace on it. Oh, I didn't even and notice. He looked like he was very gently playing the keyboard. Interesting. Woof. Can you imagine being a Kev and hurting your hand? Mm. Well, it might have been a. It might have just been a brace, you know, since so he gets carpal tunnel because he I plays keyboard so. 11 hours a day. That's scary. I don't want yeah. my Kevy boy to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, but his his piano playing really shines through on the Selfie Cam Jam version. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it sounded great. He looked very he looked very tentative as he played the keys, which yes. normally I don't see him that way. But I yeah. think he might have just hurt his hand. But I wanted you to cue up the video if you can. I can. Because there's one split second thing that I wanted you to see at one minute. 10 tyler is in the lower right and i think they do they say flip it's like when they say flip or something and tyler just goes like, like, <laughs> like his face explodes this is actually good because i wrote in my notes ty is a fashion icon and i don't know what that means so i'm gonna watch this again and figure it out sit here <laughs> like he's about to vomit doesn't yes, he it does it's yeah it's at 110 listeners you could watch ty in the corner to make a vomit face <laughs> oh it's very very good i like it a lot yeah uh, now I understand also what I mean when I said he was a fashion icon because that shirt kicks ass. What a great shirt he's wearing. Man, Jim's wearing a great little sweater too. Yeah. They're all very, very fashionable old men. Yeah, I wouldn't have focused on Ed the whole time though, like him just walking around singing. Like Weird, yeah. Well, I think he, they cut it together at his beach house or he, something like he that. He filmed two different tracks, his him doing the guitar and then him just singing, mm-hmm. which is strange. Like walking around and you know, just showing how much money he has <laughs> in this giant lake house. It is. It's it, it, The guitar work seems weirdly difficult now that I'm viewing it. Mm-hmm. It seems, I don't know. It's kind of nice that they, they showed that. See the live version of it? I saw a couple of them. Yeah. I saw I, it at the Breakfast Television, Danforth Music Hall, City Music Series. Yep. I wrote, Today with Hoda and Jenna. I wrote nothing. 
That's what I wrote about the live versions. What did you yeah. write about them? City Music, all City Music uh, series on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna. They, they've been around, BNL has been around for 33 years, and they said this is their 16th album, which threw me through a loop. But they must be counting like the holiday album and Persuasions, snack time and um, yeah, like the. I don't think though they and as you like it. I think this is what they count. They cannot count as you like. Those it. are the ones that count as studio albums for them. They wow. Said. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Because they weren't they weren't released as like full. I, mean, I don't know. They counted those, I guess. And then I saw the Danforth Music Hall. Um, there's like this. The Kev's piano was fucking great. Uh huh. Just just blowing out the you know barn doors. But yeah. There's like this like. Ooh, in the back that's like a fucking horror movie noise that goes on like they like wow wow i don't remember it being in the actual video I'm song i need to rewatch like, like that a, it's creepy okay and then uh the last one i saw was in breakfast television where they go when they say subliminal they go subliminal oh <laughs> yeah i did see that one too very strange harmonies on that one yeah and i, I just thought kept piano is also good but like tyler's playing they keep cutting to tyler and he's got these two cameras right in his fucking face uh uh-huh. and i was like wow how how do you how do you handle yourself like yeah. where there's just like you know you are being watched yeah right <laughs> like and they are just right in his fucking face he's just playing guitar and he, uh, drums and you can't just see him point at one of them but there's never a shot of him pointing at the camera wow so it's just weird it's weird use weird. of their but yeah. i like the uh you know look up at the stars and then they like project them on the ceiling that was cute mm-hmm. it's weird to see them playing to that like empty uh mm-hmm. empty ass auditorium but flap flap um you see the acoustic version which one was that it's called Flip Acoustic no. by Barenaked Ladies. It loses so much. It's not acoustic, number mm-hmm. one. It's stripped down, mm-hmm. but they still have all this, like, they still have the electronic drum ca- kit, and they have, like, Kev's fingerboard. It's just yucky. feels bad. Because <laughs> it's not acoustic. It's Ew. just, like, let's put fewer things in this song, mm-hmm. which the song needed that big production to make it sound good. So, um, but Clap. truly... Take a little crap. <laughs> Slip around in your own slap. Flurp. Um, Lay down and take a nap. See? We could write a song. We could write this song. <laughs> I do write songs. Um, I think that's it. Yep. Done. Ebo. Mm. We're done with the mascot mashup. <gasps> oh, fuck. Did you come up with a thing for Detour, DeForce? Whoa, you did so much no. homework. <laughs> I did. So, Detour, DeForce sounded like the name of well obviously this is about the first flip is about switching sides and uh being on either side of a podium mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. so what other ha- what else has i mean like when you're, de- when you're when you're debating which u.s president <laughs> when you're well when you're debating or when you are answering questions and trivia uh-huh. doing physical challenges all sorts of fun like that which game show which game show is this yeah! about yes this is a detour de force sounds like a game show okay it sounds like nickelodeon's detour de force yes it does i love yeah. that well, this one is about uh, let me flip this paper over flip <laughs> beach flip <laughs> okay <laughs> which is a show that aired from july 5th 2015 to august 23rd 2015 uh-huh. on hgtv 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 it okay. has it's eight episodes where four teams compete uh to flip houses from the 80s and 90s so i was taking it like this reading of this this um bare naked ladies is a song that peaked or a band that peaked in the 90s uh-huh and they are trying to rehab their image to flip their band into a band that's going to sell chart toppers again okay but they're never going to do it okay so um yeah this is uh professional flippers where are the judges are not the judges but they assist these uh four teams okay and the judges are actually appraisers from the local region who come in and appraise the house really it's different different points yeah so there's david bromstead nicole curtis and josh temple so uh yeah they're just uh basically they every episode they take on like a different smaller challenge like this time's the master bedroom this time's the toilet this is the living room and they had to get like oh. a, a, a um a like focus piece and they had designed a whole room around it so stuff. it's just a house it's not like they do a different whole house every episode no 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 it's just it, parts it's, of it's, one house well there's four houses or four right four, four houses teams. with four teams right and each of them are competing and at the end of every, every episode they the winner gets like i don't know five thousand dollars to their renovation budget got it okay yeah so they can they can do more and it's judged by the region's top praisers and so josh temple is a contractor and world traveler mm-hmm. daredevil world traveler is what his uh, bio <laughs> says nicole curtis is a self-taught home rehabber and salvage 
fanatic. Okay. The passion for repurposing and upcycling. Please tell me about David Bromstead. David Bromstead. He was the winner of HGTV's Design Star uh, Season 1. Oh, yeah. He is a uh, hosted... Um, Color Splash, oh, Beach yeah. Flip, Finding My Dream Home. Originally, he was a Disney Channel illustrator until he got put on leave. Oh, no. Then he started his own company. Um, he has an addiction to tattoos. I'm sorry. There's no more information about why he was put on leave? No. All right. He's put on leave. Fair enough. Don't dig into it. That's I, I, I certainly won't. He's addicted to tattoos, he says. Hmm. His tattoos are about family, color, gay pride, and Disney. Oh, so he's still a big Disney person. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he holds no grudge. Interesting. Okay. So, so yeah, I definitely thought this was about, that Ed was writing about Beach Flip, because, I mean, it's probably one of his favorite shows that he watched, sure. you know, on the, in the thing. And, um, you know, it's uh, the the first, I could be a little devil, I could be a little saint. He's talking about the home itself that is being flipped. It's kind of like it's in the middle, is you is or is you ain't. Like, right. Are you going to be a flippable? Are you going to make me a profit? Are you not? Are you going to be a money trap? Are you going to be flippable, untippable, skippable, this whole track? Nothing's indelible. Everything's sellable, uh-huh. right? Because we're trying to flip this house. Whether you're an animal, vegetable, mineral, all of it is put to the purpose of uh, you know, flipping this house. Sure. Um, come on, flip, flip, flip this fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. First idea, last idea. I got you. No, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Ed, right? So he's always straight down the plate. Yeah, sure. So um, yeah. And it, it like maybe this pinnacle is unwinnable uh you know maybe we can never flip this house maybe we can never get this to turn but you know one of them eventually does the other three houses kind of suck okay so wow that's interesting pretty pretty straight on the plate beach flip beach flip flipping those houses a show that got canceled in one season it did get canceled it went for its whole run and then never was renewed (laughs) there's a difference between getting fired and getting um, (laughs) on leave uh, put on leave yeah right okay uh, all right, so they were non-renewed. Oh, so canceled means they like cut you off. Right. Oh, interesting. I think. I don't know. Hmm? Well, we'll never find out. <laughs> Nor will we. Uh, so I guess for the first song, we don't even put it up against uh, anything. Oh, we we used to never make them fight. <laughs> <laughs> I know until until now, it was more fun to do to, so. Now they have to fight. <laughs> Tell the robot rampage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So how do you think Joe Camel would do on Beach Flip? <laughs> Uh, I think he would suck at beach flip. I think he would suck at flipping houses. Yeah, I think so too. He doesn't seem like that's a that's a. He's the kind of guy who like buys a house with the intent to flip it, and then just like throws a huge fucking banger of a party in yeah. it, and then like the next day he's like, uh, I don't, I don't want to clean up. Yeah, and just abandons the house. <laughs> and just walks away from the house. <laughs> I think he would hire somebody. Like, I only paid ten thousand dollars for this house. I mean, he's a fucking landlord. He would hire somebody to flip a house for him. I don't think he has like the discipline to like do that i think he's just like he just like cruises through life like i think that he would like the uh executor of his father's estate might do that but yeah he has an executive because this it depends on which joe camel because joe camel has two different sides of joe the camel's coin. always playboy he's either high class playboy like in the in a or casino with, or low class playboy yeah. like he's on a motorcycle. motorcycle yeah so he's never somebody who's gonna flip a fucking house playboys don't flip houses playboys gotta have passive income no they don't that's why they're playboys I mean, Playboy just, just a ladies' man. I guess they're independently wealthy. But yeah. Well, yeah. Passive income. Okay. So, yeah, he does flip houses, I he's guess. Got, he's an executor. I'm just arguing. I don't know why I'm well, arguing. <laughs> Joe Camel fl- probably flips houses because he's got a team or something that he hired. We're discussing whether Joe Camel flips houses on the Paranagan Ladies. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I guess all of them are... Uh, I guess the... Uh, uh, whoever <laughs> wins, we lose. Well, the the mascot mashup for this one is uh, how well would Joe Camel do on this yeah, show? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Joe Camel would do probably okay. Yeah, because he would hire a team of experts. That sounds right. Okay, cool. Love that. Well, time to rate this song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song at a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. Ev, as usual, we start with you. How many clothes does this song have on? Buzz, buzz, buzz. The a singularity bee. has happened. Oops, not a bee. <laughs> okay. That's the electronic sound of my brain being downloaded into the wiki font. Nice. Where I'm uploading. Wiki font. Yeah. Oh, the font of, not a font, like a, got it. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, we, we are all the collective knowledge of humanity. So I have that at my fingertips and I become an enlightened being and I can download part of my conscience into a Mars rover and travel the red sands together. Are you even you anymore? If you've downloaded yourself into, or has the human instrumentality project begun? Are we all LCL one being? Well, I am, I'm in, I'm myself in the same way that I am, you know, the same as my child self, right? I'm a different person now than I was when I was five years old. But I'm just saying you've added yourself into the pool of human knowledge. So wait, right. wait, you do you even a, know I'm where you begin discreet, and end? I'm still a discrete being. This you is a, are. This is a salad, not a sea. Okay. All right. Got it. 
All right. So yeah, I can I can merge if I choose to, and I can also save parts of myself. Okay. I can uh, I can back, save backups of myself if I ever want to go back to them. Oh, I like that. I can multiply myself. I can do whatever I want. Multiplicity. Nothing. The... Nothing is beyond my. Everything's. Uh, I spend the first hundred years just getting blowjobs. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's all. That's, everyone does that. Fantastic. But a uh, hundred years to me, it, it passes in a nanosecond. Sure. So. Men, women, envies, everybody's getting yeah, blowjobs. Yeah, everybody, uh, everyone. Across the board. Across the board. It's children. <laughs> Elderly. Oh, Eva, you got to bring it to that place, don't uh, you? I miss a little bit so Jesus much. Jesus Christ, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm fl- I'm, through the, I'm cruising through the stratosphere. I download myself into a Voyager probe so I can see the stars. And then I just hear, Evan, Evan, it's time to come back now. I'm like, wait, what? Evan. This isn't real. You're just in a. You're, you got. You got to get out of the matrix. We got to fight. No, no. This is perfect. Keep me in here. It's, it's your good friend. It's your good friend Saker. I got to bring you out. I'm like, no, no. I'm. I'm a, a disembodied consciousness. I have a complete control over everything. The the machines love me. I love them. Uh-huh. And no, I'm ripped out. You just pull this fucking tube out of my mouth, and I'm in that goo. I'm like, no, put me back in. I want that steak. I want that hot, juicy steak. But yeah. no, Saker's got to take me out of the fucking matrix for this final run against the machines. That's right. I know we've done it. 12 times before we need but you we need to, we need your expertise <laughs> we need the hero you're the only one who can answer their bnl related questions that's right <laughs> tracy's <Yeah>. dead <laughs> oh god he never escaped they killed him oh jesus he was fighting for us for so long well, yes he's the he was the uh <sighs> what, not neo morpheus yeah what about the fully clothed gents are they okay <laughs> no they're dead jesus they're all Christ. they're all dead this is the last roundup until there's another one and so you re- you take me out you rehabilitate me and all the while i'm going no 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 and there's that scene from the matrix where neo has all the little needles stuck into everything and i'm just shaking as my muscles are rebuilding and then sure. you wrap me up in some fucking sackcloth put the fucking diaper adult diaper on me and put my pants back on again and here i am right ready for another fucking album gotta come up with an entirely new thing Rate them on game shows. I got to talk. I got to come up with a commercial every time. Here we go again. I got to do my homework. It's the last one, but you can Is what you told me the last couple times. I never said that before. (laughs) I may have said fake news when we started. I like the the idea of a rebellion, like waking somebody up and be like, all right, only two more rebellions. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got it. We got it. This one and one more More. and like maybe (laughs) a third. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we do. They get feisty. So yeah, here I am in my fucking- So it's a burlap sack? What did you say? like the Matrix clothes. So they're like, you know, 1999 uh, trash chic. Oh, okay. I'm wearing like a pair of uh, uh, like not capri pants, one of those things like cargo pants with suspenders, and I have a white T-shirt on, and I'm all covered in like oil splotches. Sure, sure. So this is a fine song. This is a fine song. I don't want to. I don't want to be here anymore. Sure. But here I am, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, for me. Uh, and every rating of every song is going to be my this exact same rating. <laughs> oh, no, just the burlap sack <laughs> all the way across the album. Um. Yeah. I get an invite for my friend Evan in the mailbox. Nope. I get an oh, e-invite. Oh, I get an e-card where yeah. I have to click a link, open it up, and installs a bunch it's of a, malware on my says, computer. Says, Do you want to win $80 million? <laughs> Just watch this seven-minute, 90-second video. Do you want a free book? 20 pages for free. It can tell you the answer. You'll be done reading it in an hour. Um, if micro-casting. If you're <laughs> um, so uh, I get an, uh, an e-vite from him to his pool party oh i have a pool now yes uh you say it's a pool party but we're all just gonna jump in the reservoir behind your house it's not Um, a reservoir it's a lake the lake well then even better nobody drinks out of it is it a man-made lake yes bare naked ladies have a song in this album called man-made lake isn't that exciting you should have saved this rating for that then should have but you know what i can do uh, you know what Every do rating, a rating across this album is going to be the exact (laughs) same for me i'm throwing a lot of pool parties um so I, I, I get real excited, and I put on my suit, uh, and I head on over to my good friend at Bo's house. Here I am. Uh, and I'm not wearing anything but the suit and some flip-flops. And I get there in my blue swimsuit, and all my buds are there. We got Ebo. We got friend of the pod. Uh, what the fuck was his name? The really weird one. <laughs> This is all kayfabe behind the scenes. Carpe, Do you really not carpe, remember this? Carpe Dix. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yes. Carpe Dix. <laughs> Our friend the Crypto Naturalist is there. Our friend Jamba Juice is there. Uh, and John Carwash is there. Everybody there is wearing neon green Zentai suits. They're mm-hmm. just wearing full suits. And I get there in my swimsuit. Sees Richards. And I sees Richards. Thank you. I just wanted to see if he would go on without even trying to remember his name. 
And uh, I uh, I get there and uh, I say, hey, guys, are we going swimming? And you say, yeah, we are. And you point at me and you start laughing. And you say, what is that? What are you wearing? And I say, what? <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't wear many clothes to go swimming for the most part. This is my, you say, you didn't read the full invite, did you? Sure enough, I pull up my phone. I check out that invite. You say, neon green <laughs> Sentai oh suits only. Uh, and I'm laughed at. But you know what? I'm willing to not look at your side. I'm willing to just stay where I am and wear my comfortable suit in my echo chamber that I love so well. Uh, and I'm going to go swimming in that lake. Maybe it's a different part. Maybe it's not the part behind your house. Maybe I'll just stare at you from a distance as I'm swimming. Please do. But you know what? I'm mostly unclothed and I'm happy. And that's how I like to leave our listeners as we <laughs> get to the commercial break for It's All Been Done, a Brandon and Ladies podcast. You have inherited your grandfather's mall kiosk. Yes. What does it sell? <laughs> Two pays. Ooh. He's got a new type. It's called a three pay. <laughs> it's a toupee, except it's also a multi-tool. You can, uh, you know, take individual. You can flip it over, and it's got like a little uh, Swiss Army knife inside. Um, but you have to take it off to, to use it? Yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly oh inconvenient. <laughs> Uh, you can, if you pull down hard enough, you could pop it out through the uh -huh. top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your grandfather's mall kiosk? My grandfather's mall kiosk is... Um, did your grandfather run the Haunted Claire's? I thought that was your grandfather. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, but the kiosk outside was when, when he tried to uh, expand the operation. Oh, and I see. for seldom smelled scents. Ooh, interesting. Okay. What sort of scent do you remember fills you with nostalgia from your childhood? Nostalgia fills you with nostalgia. The smell of... Um, Book smoke, oh, <laughs> burning a burning book. book. Yeah, and I, because you, I mean, you get that like campfire smell. Sometimes you get the like we were just talking the other day about how like me and friend of the crypto naturalist that our grandfather smoked pipes. Yes. So you get like that sweet tobacco smell, right. and uh, I wouldn't want to smoke a pipe, but I would like to smell that smell, you know, just sort of faintly. But this is like you know a good book burning. I remember going to your grandfather's shop. Mm -hmm. um, I think I bought. Uh, ladies' seltzer water. This yes. <laughs> is my favorite scent I remember from youth. Yeah, what about the uh, dental drill? <laughs> That's a really fun one. Actually, that might have a fucking sense memory for me. Sentient flower is one of my favorite scents from his. Yeah, yeah. It's floral, but it's also got this weird got this thing notes that, of intelligence. Yeah, it, it, it knows that you're smelling <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. It's uncomfortable, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, spit guard. What do you think the most common smell is? The most common smell on Earth. On Earth, um, dirt. <laughs> well, How often like, dirt, are you smelling dirt? Dirt smells different. I get pollution. That might be true. Like exhaust. It's probably the most common smell that people smell. Bad breath. Is that? Yeah, bad breath. But I, I would say I smell exhaust way more than I smell bad breath. Because I don't stand close enough to people, well, especially you now. Your own. Masks have made me more aware of what my breath smells like. Yeah. So, yeah. Nasty. I don't think I have bad breath. I don't have good breath. No. Oh, God. You do not have good breath. Mm -hmm. um, I need to get those smells from my grandpa. Oh, what did your grandpa's breath Melted smell like? plastic. Do you remember what your grandpa's breath smelled Melted like? Melted plastic. Oh, oh, you answered me under my question. <laughs> cool. Uh, free weights. <laughs> smell like, you know, like the, like the iron free weights. You know who else smells like a free weight? Who? Well, of course. Go on. Go on. Tell me who smells like free weights. Okay. I will tell you. That's, of course, gotta be. Oh, hell. We'll just do fucking uh, <laughs> Champs in the Making again. <laughs> That's right. Champs in the Making of a revolving uh. table of voices from all over the Orange Groves Network. They use a bracket to find the best Pokemon. You want something different? Fine. Here's who smells like melted plastic. I just decided I can nap through this part. It's fucking Andrew and Marn. I'm just going to lay my head down. It's I was just laying my head down. I wasn't Argonauts. out. Andrew and Marn and special guests Riley and Ty dig into the ARG that they ran, Pepsi Navy Exposed. Marn sold a Navy. Andrew runs a forum. Ty learns that Pepsi sprites exist. Riley mines for a bunch of pep coins. They all walk out with a commemorative t-shirt. Are you happy? Never. Neither am I. That really left me in a fucking down mood. Yeah, we were talking about smells and stuff. Yeah, I like that smell. There's a fucking crossword in this ARG. There's a song. Oh, man, like pumpkin? But not like pumpkin spice, like just the smell of a gourd. 
does Pepsi smell like? What does Pepsi smell like? Oh, I have a very distinct memory memory of what Pepsi smells like. Really? Yeah. What does it smell like? Coca-Cola. 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 That's the oldest person thing I've ever heard you say is Coca-Cola. That's what old people call Coca-Cola. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I thought they called it Coca-Cola. <laughs> they put in those extra Cocas because we language is a simplifying. We're always simplifying, so they have like the Coca-Cola. <laughs> right. Back in my day, it was called. I think it's Coca-Cola. La 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 la. Yes. The Coca do Mama. Uh, bye. Bye. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Blair Lane Baby Baby. Now's the time when we spin that wheel. Oh, we should, uh, I could be your Dale Gribble. I can be Citizen Hank. <gasps> that would have been so good. Too bad we didn't do it. <laughs> uh, in the drink. My friend, here's what you have to do. You have to seduce the narrator of the song. How do you go about it, and what is your pickup line? Oh, well, that's fucking easy. You just... Uh, um meet them in a bar and espouse some political opinion they don't agree with and then they will have to try and understand you and in that point then you slowly begin to seduce do them. you think that's sedu- yeah i, I mean, well, so, so the opinion- i would say that 80 percent of like the college relationships i've seen began with arguments the opinion how about this for an opinion you present to them really number one you meet somebody at a bar and like they're t- you're talking about you know philosophy or some shit and then uh yeah you hit you it had- off next thing you know you're sucking teeth you had to do- <laughs> You have a different view of both college and kissing than I do. You don't suck on those teeth? God, I wish I did. Get those fillings right out of there. Someone was just telling me how people would suck on their teeth. And that was like, they, they were dating some guy who was like a real teeth guy. Like he wanted to kiss her teeth and suck on her teeth and lick her teeth. Uh, it, seems, it, seems, it seems sus. <laughs> it seems a little sus, but like also as far as like things you want to do, like that, it's pretty low on the threat yeah, table. That's true. Uh, although I feel like yeah, that's I a guess, red flag. Yeah. I, does he want her to do things to his teeth? I don't know. She didn't tell me that much. Okay. Maybe. I'll ask her again. I guess teeth would be better than Do you want me to like, text her now? Nose. Okay. Noses. Nose. Yes. That's, that's true. Like, yeah. I want to suck, suck on your nose. nose I want to stick my tongue up your nose. Weird. Or ear. Ugh. Weird. Oh, wet willies. Um, I want to lick your eyeballs. What if the view you espouse to them is you just saddled up next to them at the bar and you said, nobody can sleep with me. <laughs> you said, you're not attracted to me yes i am yeah I'll, I'll flip i'll prove it to you that i am <laughs> like that's immediate seduction or you, you would say something like you gotta you got nag him you gotta be like i'm not attracted to you at all and but then, then they're to trying to argue that you're attracted to them right you need to make it you need to put the responsibility on them so you need to say you're not attracted to me because then they'll be arguing that they are and they'll feel bad because they're ed robertson and they're nice oh well, i just thought they would convince themselves they probably would yeah right 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 right, right. And then that's that's the seduction. You're not the kind of person who would share their buffalo wings with me. Yeah, that would be... Oh, man. The person... I, I've got you pinned right now. The person for whom reverse psychology is just like <laughs> hypnosis. Yeah. Like it automatically makes them do something. Uh, yeah, you would never you would never sleep with me. And then you've sedu- you seducted them. Easily. Yeah, easy yeah, peasy. Super easy. So uh, we got to do another one or are we... I don't know. Did that take less than a minute? That's usually your criteria. Yes. How about if we like this next one, then we'll do it. If not, then we won't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm good. spinning the wheel again. Next one is piece of cake. Pair this song with a food or drink. Hmm. Flip. Pineapple upside down cake. Oh, that's just so First try, last try. Pedestrian. <laughs> I think it's, it has to be a food that you can enjoy in two ways. Oh. Well, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Anyone. That's too many ra- ways. <laughs> it has to be two? <laughs> you have to flip. Okay. So you can, you can enjoy it one way. Can you, can you enjoy partially it? flip? Or that's just Turn. Turn. <laughs> Okay, so, so like, what's something you can only enjoy in two ways? Yes, you can eat it two two ways only. Okay. I think we may have worked ourselves <laughs> into a conundrum, but this is going to take a very long time to do. I mean, I was uh, my, my first thought was last those pancakes, because you got to flip those bad boys to cook them. got to cook on both sides. Or they're really enjoy gross. them in two ways. I know. I was just saying that was my first draft last draft. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. If you just <laughs> listen to the words that I say, instead of just come make, putting your own uh, words in my mouth. Hold, back up, though. Back up, though. Back up, though. Sugar. Cook it or eat it raw. <laughs> butter. <laughs> butter. You put it in stuff or, or eat it on its own. own. Yeah. Flip. Flip. Any base ingredient. Eggs. <laughs> Wheat. You can eat them raw or cooked. All right. So base ingredients are the food that we pair. Actually, I like raw eggs. Let's yeah. go with eggs. 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 <laughs> Good. Done. Thanks, Wheel. Yep. Now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, our jumping little jimmies. 
Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. This is an email from our friend, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. This email is titled, Very Boring Question. Thank and, you. And backup. Perfect. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. While this is the Know Nothing podcast, you guys are also pretty good at digging up the truth behind this music. Ah. As the subject says, this question is boring and probably not funny at all, but it's been bothering me for a while, and you might be the only ones who can figure this out. We cannot. The album Rock Spectacle is comprised of two separate recordings of Born on a Pirate Ship tour concerts, one at the Riviera in Chicago and the other at the Olympia in Montreal. The problem is, I can't figure out when these songs were recorded. No two websites have the same concert dates. Wikipedia says 41796 and 52396. The BNL Wiki says 41396 at the Riviera and 42396 at Le Olympia in Montreal. Setlist.fm lists a BNL performance at the Riviera in Chicago at 41396 and another at Olympia in Montreal at 52396. There was no performance on 417 or 42396. My CD copy of Rock Spectacle only says recorded live at the Riviera in Chicago and at the Olympia in Montreal, Spring 96. I trust y'all's judgment and will believe whatever you decide. Do we want to go to that one or the backup? Well, so they were, it says the, 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 the CD says they recorded at these two places. Yes. It doesn't say how many times they were recorded, right? Right. So you think all of those concerts happened? Yes. I think it was only one concert and they were somehow in both places. It's one of those like, is it true that Brannick and Ladies <laughs> performed a concert in two separate locations on the same night? Our writers made it up. <laughs> okay. Beyond so, belief. So you're saying they did a week-long... Uh... I'm saying that they performed multiple times at the locations, and okay. it was spliced together from those two recordings. Do we want to take his backup? Yeah, because that was... I mean, it was, a boring, <laughs> it was a boring answer, I'm sure, but he, he believes... So, so he has to believe either there were a lot of concerts or one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not doing any... I'm, we're not researching this. Yeah, why would we? He didn't ask us to research it. What sort of collection would each of the BNL guys successfully complete? They've done it. They found every single one. They caught them all. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Much better question. This there is why we we're here, Jamie. Tyler collecting trophies. <laughs> every one Draw of every them. Every trophy. Good fucking Lord. Does he buy them or does he compete? Competes. <laughs> because there was like that uh, i remember watching a documentary where it was the guy who was like really good at like he, he wanted to get the guinness book of world record stuff so he's like i took a bouncy ball to the great wall of china for the longest bouncy ball great wall of china thing so he's winning like just absurd records yeah and i think tyler would do that so here's the problem though if he's collecting every trophy that means first second and third yeah how does he do he can you can run multiple marathons you can mm. drink you can but you can only run one marathon at La Riviera in Chicago on 41796. If you believe my reality, but if you're Saker's reality, you can run multiple. You, you can all be recorded at the oh. same place, and you can you can come in first, second, and third simultaneously. Sure, we've got multi tie. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, I like that. Maybe he's when plugged he, in when he finds the Infinity Gem. That yeah. Allows him to <laughs> okay, great. I'm sure there's one of those. Stupid. Right. I hate this. <laughs> um, Kev is collecting blue t-shirts he's gonna get every blue t-shirt there is oh man it's just gonna make him feel sad though i'm blue la booty, la booty. yeah but you know what he's kind of into that he likes feeling sad i feel like he gets up on being a sad boy don't you <laughs> that's where he's that's where he lives he lives in sad town he does no i think he's a nice kind gentle gentle soul who uh i think he feels sad but he never is sad just washes over him. He's like floating in the ocean. Sad without being sad. I don't think I've ever done that. I'll do it all the time. Really? Do you feel Basically, sad right now? Every time I'm on this podcast, I feel <laughs> sad, but I'm not sad. Huh. How do you feel something you and wash, not... You let it wash over you. Let it wash over you. Pretend you're wearing a blue shirt. Whoa. Okay. That was an experience. Yeah. I feel angry. So Kev collects feelings. Oh. Oh. I want to collect every emotion. That's a good one for Kev. Yeah. yeah. I think Jim collects. Well, how does, does Kev bottle them? No, he just feels them. He just feels them. When he okay. feels them, they're his. You don't keep them. Okay, go ahead. What I mean, he, keep keep him, he can keep them forever. He can remember. I think Kev has like a um, photographic memory for feelings. Like, oh. I remember how to feel sad. I remember where I was and what I was eating last time I was sad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is uh, Jim collect? Scrimshaw pipe. I feel like when he goes out between sets on his uh, eating his Cracker Jacks on his uh, naval boat, 
his vessel, his re, re, uh, reconstituted uh, battleship that yeah. he, he drives up and down the coast of right. the, the coast of Nova Scotia. He's just just chewing on one of them scrimshaw pipes. Okay. Whalebone. I'm Jim. Yeah. Born on a pirate ship. You're I'm Jim. Everybody thinks that's him on the cover. Might yeah. as well be. Yeah. Uh, Ed collects money. I can see Jim puffing on a pipe. Ed collects money wants <laughs> all the dollars and coins you have. He's getting them all. Uh, he wants the economy to be worthless. He wants to have them. And uh, that's how he lives his life. Yeah, he's he's doing a pretty good job. He has way, He's way better at it than me. He's kicking ass. Yeah. Kicking Stephen Page's ass for sure. Damn right. Take that, Page. That's why they broke up. Clack. Clack. Trying to collect the money. <laughs> collect the money. Well... We did it. <laughs> we did it both times. <laughs> Coming and going. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. That's it. Track one of 13, 14? Track one of Almost Begun. It's all my baby's hordes. <laughs> all my baby's hordes. Uh, yeah, 14 tracks. Um, my baby does have a horde. What is your baby's horde? There's fucking Funko Pops and little dolls. Wow. Does he sleep on them? He sleeps on the, the softer ones. Hmm nice what's the softest funko pop are we back in a commercial <laughs> no funko pops they're all equally hard i suppose because they're all made out of like plastic there's got to be a yarn funko pop i bet there is i bet there's like special a special plushy, plushy funko pop yeah, yeah so but we don't have those well get them no <laughs> okay fair enough Ebba, what are you plugging this week funko no definitely not mm-hmm. they seem fine but uh uh mary condo the condo method oh nice to get rid of all your son's shit <laughs> throw it all in a fucking trash can uh, I'm going to plug Kid Robot, or whatever that Funko competitor is. Kid Robot. It's, it's like a Kid Rock's um, robot. My name is... How about that new Kid Rock video? Didn't see it. It's fucking wild. The song is wild. The video's fucking wild. It's amazing. Yeah, Wasn't it like a Weird Al kept thinking that... Kept uh, I, getting, I mean, he put that out there. Yeah. I don't think anyone actually thought that, but it's so self-parodious. Uh, is it? Yes. yes. Kid Rock's gone through a lot of transition in his career. Has he? He's always been the American badass. Well, I mean, he was a rocker, and then he became a country boy, and now he's like some, a something else now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he was true. like a rap rock band with a DJ in the you know '90s, and then he was like a country through the most of the aughts and into the teens, and now he's a piece of shit. Now he's a piece of shit. I don't know. <laughs> he's always been. I'm a piece sure of his shit. politics are terrible. Oh, there. The whole song is about uh, how you know no one's gonna make me do anything I don't want to do. I have my freedoms, and yeah, it's a garbage song for these times that we live in. Mm. Abbo. I so anyway, th- I'm gonna I want to plug Kid Rock's company where he makes little Funko Pops. I want to have all my freedoms while simultaneously restricting the freedoms of others. That would be nice. Yes. All I want to do is all I want to do is carry my gun while people can't give birth to the have to give birth to the babies of the rapists. I want to get you know a little bit. What He's you basically forced me to put CWs on every episode now? <laughs> no, that doesn't deserve a CW, does it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if uh, Roe versus Wade gets overturned, it will. God damn it. All right, Ev, I got to go do some editing work. I got to go home. All right. Love you. Play with my boy. Love you, too. See you in one week. See you in one week. Bye.